on This Week in History with Paul Waite. And it's many of you's favourite time of the show. It's on This Week in History. Um, it's a lot of fun to do. And uh, today, um, I'm a little bit influenced by Craig being here. So I thought uh, we ought to have a couple of Scottish references at least. <laughs> and I was even a bad thing. <laughs> I was even very nice to him because I left out a couple of battles that the Scots lost. Because uh, I felt it would be wrong to crow about that, you know. Um, and of course, they did beat England at football in 1967, the year after England won the World Cup. And of course, the Scots being the Scots, that that, that they then turned around and said, "Well, they were the world champions because they had beaten mm. the world champions." Anyway, so the first fact today, which is a Scottish one, is in the year 565, and I think that's nearly the oldest fact uh, of anyone we've done over the show so far. Uh, Saint Columba. Um, who's associated with things like doves, if I, mm. if I remember rightly. Um, he he, he uh, sent out an official report saying he'd seen Nessie uh, swimming around in Loch Ness. So that's quite something. Um, what's your view on that, Craig? Do you think Loch Ness exists? Are you a believer or a non-believer? Uh, it's just good. I can't see there being an actual monster in the loch. But it's good for tourism, so, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, 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 I have an open mind, I think. You, you would think if there was something in there, there would have been a bit more conclusive evidence. Maybe. By now. Hmm. So, um, moving on, 435 years, and I picked this um, out of respect for my great mates uh, at Social Media Directions, a company that I'm the chairman of, uh, Andras and Norbert, um, who um, who are Hungarian, uh, as indeed is uh, one of my lovely accounts ladies in Bridgewater, Adrian. Uh, they're all Hungarian. So one thing you can't knock Aspen Wake for is is our ethnicity. And we even employ Welsh people. <laughs> oh, I just well didn't say that for ages. And Scots. Well, no, I said, no, that was a joke, you see, because, uh. you know, sorry, sorry, Welsh people, because you know I am the King of Wales. I just said it as a bit of a joke. So... Um, yeah, in the year 1000, uh, the state of Hungary was founded. Um, before that, then, well, it, it really, all through sort of the Middle Ages, um, Europe was sort of a mass of funny little states, and, um, you know, Italy was city kingdoms as opposed to a country. So um, Hungary uh, was formed then. Of course, it went on to become um, a significant part of the Holy Roman, Roman Empire, um, and it was then massively disadvantaged by uh, the Treaty of Versailles in 1919. But we'll... I think we've talked about that in a previous show. Uh, the third fact today, and we've got lots of facts. I've got 16 facts. See if I can get through them. Uh, so in 1485 was the bottle... This is last week. Oh, I don't know why I keep going on about the bottle of Bosworth when it's the Battle of Bosworth. <laughs> so um, I think last week I reported on Henry Tudor landing at Milford Haven. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, by this week, he would got all the way to Bosworth with his army, uh, where he met the... Uh, the Yorkist army of King Richard III. And, of course, um, Henry had a resounding triumph. Richard III was killed, uh, and he became the last king to die in battle. And did he not turn up in a car park in Leicester or something He did, yeah, under a car park in Leicester, indeed. Yeah, so uh, Richard III, notorious in history because of the way he was portrayed by Shakespeare, and I think it probably is true to say that he did... Uh, murder or arrange for the murder of the princes in the tower but um, who will probably never know will we uh, the fourth one which I thought was quite interesting uh, being interested in sort of spooky things and all that 
1612, uh, nine Pendle witches were hung. It's quite a famous um, trial, this. Uh, so even now, it's quite notorious. Um, so effectively, in the Middle Ages, there was a lot of fear, I think, about... Um, uh, that could even be uh, people are enlightened. So if you said the round that the world was round, not flat, uh, that was quite likely to get you burnt or... Um, you know th th anything you said that was enlightened or if you were a healer you know yeah. you were a witch anything out the normal yeah it wasn't uh, it wasn't good so these poor ladies were hung um, which was a lot better than being burnt I suppose which um, would have happened to many of them um, and the last one we're going to do kind of fit in very quickly before uh, the end of our five minutes is in 1642 the English Civil War uh, began um, so that was uh, the only uh, civil war in English history. It's amazing, actually, um, as a country, how we've managed to preserve our monarchy uh, despite this, uh, when you consider all the upheaval that took place in Europe, especially the French Revolution and uh, uh, you know, the uh, guillotining, guillotining of uh, the, the King and Queen of France. Uh, and they've been a republic for quite a long time. So uh, we had a civil war between, obviously, the Roundheads and the Royalists, which, of course, the Roundheads, the boring people, well, I've always been on the side of the fun people myself. And m moving on to fun, we have a beautiful song now by the immortal Nat King Cole. <laughs> what you are Unforgettable Though near or far Like a song of love that clings to me How the thought of you does things to me Never before has someone been more unforgettable in every way and forevermore that's how you stay. That's why, darling, it's incredible That someone so unforgettable Thinks that I am unforgettable too
and forevermore That's how you'll stay That's why, darling, it's incredible That someone so unforgettable Thinks that I am unforgettable too Welcome back to This Week in History, and it's Paul Wake sitting in the studio with Craig. Ben has gone to sort out a delivery. I mean, what's the world coming to? I don't know. You're not focusing on us. Anyway, so moving on with our sixth fact of today, banging you bang full of facts. Um, in 1770, Captain James Cook uh, landed on the east coast of Australia. So it's obviously quite a momentous I think um, the water around there is now called the Cook Straits. Is it? And, of course, you have the Cook Islands. Yeah. um, Which are obviously part... I think they're a British colony, actually. Um, And, of course, poor old Captain Cook never made it to go home. Did he not? No, he was killed by natives in Tahiti or Tonga. I'm not sure which. I'll have to look it up. So I'll tell you next week. So, obviously, Captain Cook uh, came from Whitby, I think, in Yorkshire. Uh, Very famous son of Yorkshire. Great man. Uh, seventh fact today uh, obviously as um, uh, as uh, people heavily involved in innovation and working with uh, clever people that invent things uh, Hawaii you know doing in Hawaii Greg says that he was killed in Hawaii so that's interesting of course um, just a quick little fact there Hawaii was actually a British colony um, for 200 years before the Americans uh, had it so um, yeah. And that's why, if you look on the flag of Hawaii today, there's a Union Jack in the in the corner. Do you know ah, that? I did not know that. Yeah, there's a Union Jack on the flag of Hawaii. So that's quite interesting, isn't it? So, um, in 1841, John Hampton patented the Venetia Blind. Not the most exciting thing in the world, but... Very you know, useful. I thought, I thought, you know, we ought to cover a mix of things that we do. Uh, and the other invention that I'm going to cover today is in 1888, a guy called Burroughs... Um, you have Burroughs machines now. He patented uh, the first adding machine. So up wow. until then, people were obviously had to use abacuses and, and things. So uh, that was a, a big step forward. In 1848, on this day in history, uh, the U- USA annexed uh, New Mexico. So the Americans are very good at annexing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It always makes me laugh when you um, you know you look at the, uh, the land of the free and the constitution. When you think about um, you know, obviously they they had to fight Britain in the first place to to, to start off as a, as a country, and then um, you know with the Battle of the Alamo, for instance, is always portrayed in the film as if uh, you know the Mexicans are the bad guys. Of course, mm. the Mexicans were doing nothing other than defending their own country. Yeah. You know, in effect, you know, it'd be like it'd be like saying we were the bad guys in the Battle of Britain, but of course, um, history always Written comes. By the sector. Ex- exactly, <laughs> exactly, Craig. You wise man. That's exactly the point. So, um, yes. So America took over New Mexico. Um, interesting place, New Mexico. Never been there, but wouldn't mind going. Um, this is quite a, this is quite an interesting one, I think. In um, 1849, uh, there was the first ever air raid. Um, mm. And this was um, this was by um, 
Austrian forces or uh-huh. Austrian army, uh, they launched pilotless balloons against the city of Venice. Well, there you go. Mind boggles. I was just thinking what these pilotless balloons were actually doing, but um, my little my little book didn't tell me that much, so I'll have to go look it up, listeners, and let me know. Um, and then we got another um, another invention uh, in 1865. William Shepherd. Um, he filed a patent for liquid soap. Ah, that's, that's more interesting, isn't it? It's got soap adding and Venetia blinds, so you know that's not too not too bad. So, um, so I think we'll I think I'll be enough for this session as I lost half a minute in the first one, and that leaves me with six little facts in the in the final session today. Uh, next, we have um, uh, a great rock track by a Canadian band called Nickelback. Um, I, was, I was looking up this morning, and it, it, it actually uh, won uh, best uh, best track of the year uh, when it came out in America. So, um, a bit of a legendary track. How you remind me always reminds me of drinking and being at the end of the bottle. Never made it as a wise man. I couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing. Tired of living like a blind man. I'm sick of sight without a sense of feeling, and this is how. You remind me This is how
the news of old on This Week in History with Paul Waite. And I am Paul Waite and I am bringing you the news of old. And we're up to the 12th fact today. No, we're up to the 11th actually because I can't count. Um, in 1910, uh, Japan uh, officially annexed Korea after five years of some degree of self-rule, I think it was. Um, it was interesting, actually, because I didn't, I didn't actually know this until I was doing some reading this morning, mm-hmm. uh, that Korea and Japan don't get on now. Do you know that? They have a bit um, of a tiff. No, I didn't know that. I mean, obviously, North Korea doesn't get on with very many no, people. No, this is the South Korea, there. obviously. Um, it's quite interesting because, um, obviously, they have a, 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 a massive common enemy in China. Yeah. Uh, so you would really think that the Koreans and the... So the, the old adage of the enemy of my enemy is my friend doesn't apply. Well, it doesn't seem to, no. Um, we actually had a, a Korean client once who had a Korean restaurant and we I paid for everyone in Aspen Wake to have a Korean meal. Mm-hmm. So um, fortunately there were no fried dogs, which, um, which was a great relief to us all. Um, that's quite an interesting fact, I think. So it sort of goes along with the um, Austrians uh, having pilotless balloons. Um, in 1913, uh, a French pilot was the first pilot to parachute from an aircraft. It's oh. quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah, that would take yeah. a lot of a lot of faith to, to be the first one to hurl hey, yourself out. <laughs> uh, this week, in, internally, we've been talking a little bit a lot about um, which side different countries were on in wars and things. So. This is probably one that wouldn't necessarily be a given, I think. In 1942, Brazil declared war on Germany, Italy and Japan. Would you have thought that? No. You know, they weren't exactly under attack, were they? Or, you know... No, it's just interesting. It might have been, I don't know. (laughs) Well, no, they wouldn't have been under attack as such. Um, Of course, um, South America, I think, to some extent, is synonymous with... uh, a region that Nazis fled to after the war, yeah. particularly <coughs> particularly Argentina. So, yeah, that's just a, an interesting little fact for you. Um, a very important moment in history. I actually remember as an eight-year-old child, um, my dad always used to get the paper first, and I used to sit there and um, wait, sit there very impatiently while he read the newspaper, mm. waiting for him to give me half of it. And he used to give me the, because I was more interested in the sport, so he gave me the back <laughs> section first. But I remember this particular day, um, and uh, Russia, effectively, the Warsaw Pact, uh, invaded uh, Czechoslovakia, um, or more specifically, uh, Prague, after what was called the Spring Uprising. Uh, one thing I have to say, Czechs, very brave people, uh, very brave in the Second World War. Um, obviously, we got let down very badly by us and the Americans, I think, mm. them and the Poles in particular. And um, he stood up to the Russians and uh, they paid for, with it for 250,000 troops wow. invaded Czech, Czechoslovakia. But obviously, good news is that they, um, they finally got their independence, but not without, obviously, a bit of heartache. Uh, and the second last fact today, um, which, is, which is, I suppose, is coming out the other side of what's just happened... Um, in 1991, uh, Latvia declared independence from Russia. So this is about the time where um, the whole former Soviet Union all, uh, all sort of broke up and yeah. the war the war came down in Berlin. Um, so it's uh, quite interesting, and, and I'm quite interested in. Um, I, I did um, I did R- Russian and Russian studies as a spare subject at college because I had some. Sp- basically, they said I had to, so I had spare time. When uh, my dad was 
investigating a family tree donkeys years ago, he said to my mum's gran at the time, she's like, oh, actually, you'd have been around, you know, at the, the, the time of the Russian Revolution. Ah. Yeah, yeah, I think I remember reading about it in the paper. Just matter of fact, didn't care. <laughs> One of the biggest events in history. Crazy. And uh, finally today, and I think we're, oh, we're going to be amazingly on time, um, this is quite an interesting one. In 2018, uh, George Clooney was reported by Forbes uh, to have netted the single most money by any actor ever in history in one year, which was $239 million, can you believe? What do you do with that kind of money? Well, I could do with it. Well, I mean, I know you could do a lot with it. Uh, I'd, I'd have quite a lot of fun doing something with yeah. that, to be honest with you, <laughs> So anyway, so um, 16 facts today. Um, more chunky, little bit bitey ones, but lots and lots of things for you to know there. So I've nearly exactly done my five minutes. And next, we have a great song by Nick Cave and the Bad Seed featuring the immortal Kylie Minogue. i 